Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And so the Vikings and the Bears are back at it once again. Both teams sitting at one and four. One of these teams will likely leave this weekend feeling like, hey, we've got a shot in this thing. We're not we're not completely dead in the water. There will be another side who's likely going to be like, our season's over. What are we doing with our quarterback? How do we move forward from this? But you know what? It is going to be an exciting game, and it's even more exciting because we're going to get an opportunity to speak with Lindsey Young, and we'll do that right as Juliana starts the show. Turn up your volume. Your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Adam Ray. Trying to cut it back. Justin Fields making magic happen. There goes Fields. Touchdown. The Sickest Chicago Bears and Fantasy Football Podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. It is finally the weekend. Thanks to everybody who is joining us here today. It is time for Ranks Rivals as we look ahead to the game against the Minnesota Vikings, although I hesitate to say that this is a rival uh, because I will let you know. There are times when I'm sitting there and I'm going through Twitter and I'm going through the timeline and everything like that, and somehow some Vikings propaganda shows up on my timeline. I get offended, and then I realize, I'm like, oh, it's Lindsay. It's Lindsay Young who's tweeting it out. Then I feel good because we love having her. She's not really a rival. So from Vikings.com, let's bring her aboard right now without hesitation. Lindsay, it is so great to have you back on the show. We appreciate you being here. And again, when your name pops up on my time, I'm now happy when I see that. Oh, well, that makes me happy. Um, And I love joining the podcast. Uh, I love conversing with all fans on Twitter. um, And I try to keep things positive, too. I definitely get some crap during during the game if something doesn't go well i'll tweet out like a, a really em- emphatic shoot or something like that but uh, <laughs> but yeah i'm happy to be here adam well it's one thing about the vikings and we talked about this earlier this week on one of the shows i think i was talking to tyler scott about this ago the the packers is a team like i literally don't like them and i, I don't some of their i like we like grassy uh we like aaron we like those guys but like for the most part like i don't like i don't know i don't Minnesota is like a rivalry, like your brother is a rivalry. Your brother, your sister is a rivalry. Like, like ah, I don't like, but it's like it's a friendly. Like, I like, like I like Kirk Cousins. I have Justin <laughs> Jefferson on a bunch of my fantasy football teams. So it's like I, I, and I love the fans. Like Minnesota is a great town, or Minneapolis, St. Paul, both of them great towns. So it's a good thing. What is the mood like though in Minnesota right now? A lot of close games, similar to last year, with a different result. How is everybody doing in Minnesota right now? Uh, I think it depends if you talk to the fans or to people inside of the building. Um, but no, like the thing that I've genuinely loved about just this team from the the leadership, coaches, players, like they definitely are not sticking their heads in the sand. They're not hanging their heads. Um, of course, the one and four start is not something that anybody wanted. Of course, it's, you know, digging it 
there's a really big hole to be dug out of. Um, but I do think this season is is unique. You mentioned, I mean, that we were in a lot of close games last year and came out on the other side. And then this year we've been in a lot of close games and come up short. Um, and that's been really frustrating. It's unique that we're going into um, week six here and playing our first division game which yeah. feels weird. Like by now I feel like you've normally played one or two. And so I think there is that feeling and I'm sure for the bears too, like you said, if you get a win this weekend, things feel like, you know, you're, you're putting some things together. Um, everything is still right in front of you when you have all of those division games left. So I would say that there is still a lot of uh, confidence. There's definitely that urgency in the building, but there's still a lot of high energy, which is good to see. That's great. And I, I would not expect anything less by a team that's directed by Kevin O'Connell, a player, a, a player, a coach that we really liked when he was out here in Los Angeles uh, yeah. with the Rams. So like there's, it doesn't, it doesn't shock me that Minnesota is still thinking positively. It is a little bit weird. As you mentioned, having your first, like the bears are already 0 and 2 in the division. Right. You guys have not played a division game. I actually, I kind of like that. It's kind of college football esque of like, I kind of wish we would go a month. And then yeah. start getting into the division games, like having a rivalry week and like doing a month of division games or whatever. I'll talk to the schedule makers. I'm like, how can we make this happen? Because I kind of think it's a nice little twist. But the unfortunate thing for the Vikings right now, Justin Jefferson is out. And there is no way that you replace perhaps the best wide receiver in the game. And I say perhaps because I don't want Jamar Chase to get mad at us or anything like that. But I will say he's, he's easily top three. You don't yeah. replace a player like that but how are the Minnesota Vikings going to be able to replace Justin Jefferson? It's been really interesting hearing Coach O'Connell, Wes Phillips, and some of the players talk about this week because they all say the same thing. Like, it would be naive to say that you can replace that level or the type of explosive plays that he has. But I really do think that um, we were talking to Brandon Powell yesterday who had some nice plays against the Chiefs, and, and he had said that in their room – Obviously, they all want Justin to come back as soon as he can. But there's also kind of this excitement in, okay, how many times is Justin getting targeted per game? Let's say 15. <laughs> like, that's another 15 opportunities for other guys in the room. And I think even players, whether it's it's a Brandon Powell, um, I know that Keel Harry has gotten brought up from the practice squad the, the past couple of games. So maybe that happens again. Maybe he has a shot. Like, there's a lot of confidence in some of these younger guys that – maybe fans don't see, but are seen at practice or have been getting reps with the quarterbacks. And then Jordan Addison has already been really exciting too. You know, he's, he's not Justin Jefferson right now, but he has already shown some flashes. And so I'm excited to see him get some extra opportunities and hopefully you just spread the ball around more. Yeah. Even KJ Osborne was getting a lot of end zone targets uh, despite Justin Jefferson being on the field. There's another guy to keep an eye out for, so there, there's no lack of, of talent available for the Minnesota Vikings. I will ask you, though, because – and I know it's mostly a fantasy thing, but I think it was Matthew Barry who started this, like, Justin Jefferson played his last game for the Vikings. You're there. Like, it, it, how preposterous – I think it sounds ludicrous, but is there any truth to anything like that? I mean, from, from my standpoint, I just think, like, it makes – you know, when Justin and when Kirk have talked, like – I truly believe that nobody in this building is thinking anything other than trying to win and get back on track this season. Um, when when Justin talked, obviously, before he got hurt, somebody had asked him about 
contract stuff or about whether or not he wanted to be here. And he was like, I want to win football games with the Vikings. That's my number one goal. And and Kirk has said the same thing. And so I know that there's always going to be fan speculation and things that are, that are fun to talk about. And like you said, probably in that fantasy football realm as well. But um, you know, I think they're just both excited about being here about hopefully turning things around this season and moving forward. Yeah. I, I, as a fan of Shohei Otani, and the Los Angeles Angels. Like that has been the talk for the last two years. Even going back to Mike Trout, when he was getting close to the end of his contract, it feels like sports fans will never let you just enjoy the moment of like, hey, we've got this really great player on our team. I, and again, and I know, and again, it goes to some of the people, some other people in fantasy who just want to talk like speculating. I, I think Justin Jefferson's going to come back at some point and be better than ever. So i I'm not counting them out. I'm not counting out the Vikings, anything like that. But one thing area that I believe that the Vikings would be able to improve on is running the football, mm-hmm. uh, which has been a little bit of a problem for them. I, th- I know that Alexander Madison is very good. Ty Chandler has shown some flashes. Cam Akers was a player that I really liked for the LA Rams. It didn't work out, but now he's reunited with Kevin O'Connell. Who is going to, who is going to be the person that you're counting on to step up uh, running the football for the Vikings? What I'm hoping to see is a kind of a good blend, especially between Alex and, and Cam. Like, uh, I feel like when you get them going and can have them in on different situations, they're really complementary of one another. And then also if you can mix in in tie every once in a while. And I think, too, the big thing that, that people are looking at is the offensive line and can they get the run game going. I definitely think over the past couple of games it's improved a lot. Um, and – uh, I was recently going back and watching some of the blocks that like Josh Oliver has. I mean, he's incredible in the run game. And so having a guy like him to be able to to move the line of scrimmage, I think is huge. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens this weekend, especially depending on the, the weather. And if it's rainy, like they're saying that it probably will be just seeing how that dictates things. Um, but I think if you can get a good rhythm in there with, with, using Alex and Cam, that that could be really good for getting the run game going. Defensively, you brought in Brian Flores as the new defensive coordinator. He's obviously had a great reputation around the league of getting defenses back up and running. Have you seen a big improvement in the Vikings defense over like, even over the last couple of weeks? Because for me, watching this, you know, again, as we do, it feels like they're starting to get it. I know it's a complicated defense and it takes, you know, it takes a little bit of time to get used to, but it feels like the defense is getting, getting better. Yeah, I've seen an improvement. And even if you're looking at from last year to this year, an improvement um, in stats, but also just like an increased aggressiveness, which like you said, I think that was definitely expected when Brian Flores came in and, and has come to fruition. But just seeing like Mark getting Marcus Davenport back the past two games was really big. And you saw how that could play out with being able to get him or if not him, Daniel Hunter uh, getting good pressure on on the quarterback. I know that the biggest thing right now, and I actually asked uh, Coach Flores about this in his press conference yesterday, is just um, securing those. We've had several kind of near interceptions where it ends up being a, a PBU, but it, you know the opponent can continue their drive and how we can secure those, those interceptions and turn them into takeaways. And so I know that that's something that they're continuing to work on. There's a lot of young players on this defense and yeah. it feels weird for somebody like me who started with the team in 2015 during <laughs> Eric Hendricks rookie season to like not have 
Eric Hendricks out there feels bizarre. Uh, so there's a lot of young guys, but I definitely think that things are coming together and you're seeing some really like uh, big, exciting plays from them for sure. You think you feel old. I remember Tommy Kramer playing. So it's like one of those things like oh, I, I always feel like, you know what? Like I, I feel like even like there, there's fans who don't realize like, you know, the Jeff George and Randall Cunningham were once quarterback for the Vikings. Like what? You're like, yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah. It was actually a really good team and they did well. And uh, it was a spoof on how I met your mother, but all that, all that stuff. Uh, uh, regardless. There is, you, you, you talk about Justin and Kirk Cousins both saying that they want to win in Minnesota. And I mentioned this at the top. Is there a sense, like, if I don't want to, if something happens, if you are not going to win, do you think that there would ever be a time where they would possibly look to move one of these guys? I know that, yeah, again, going back to people not in letting you enjoy the time that you have. Kirk Cousins' names keep keeps getting brought up with, in re, in regards to the New York Jets. Is there anything would would there be a spot in the season where you think like maybe they would do something like that? I think all I can say to that is that I'm extremely glad that I don't get paid to have to make those types of decisions. Um, and Kirk was asked about that the other day, and he was just like. I didn't even know that that was a thing people are talking about. Like I, I stay off social media. Um, you know, he's, he's very big on staying away from the news and from social media. And I just, like I said before, I just really get the sense that both of those guys really love it here and want to help the Vikings succeed and, and, you know, help bring success here to Minnesota. You know, and I'm with you too. Like I like Kirk Cousins. I thought it was cool. He was at the Twins playoff game and he's sitting in the white. He's not, he's not in a booth. Like, what is that all about? Like, he doesn't, like, does he just sit, like, he can go to Target Field and just sit in the 100 section and nobody, like, what happens? Do people bother him? Like, what's that like for him? So the, the best thing about that is that he talked about how it was kind of a last minute decision to go because him and his wife were realizing, oh, you know, it's starting in the afternoon so we could bring the boys. They've got two young kids. And so um, he talked about, just getting tickets there, you know, in the regular seats and kind of wearing a quote disguise, you know, just a baseball cap and sunglasses. But he was like each inning, the word kind of spread. I think that that Kirk was sitting in that section. Um, but I know he gets a lot of love from Minnesota fans. And um, I he had talked about how fun it was just to sort of be in the stand for something like that and to not yeah. be the athlete that everybody's watching, but to to really support the twins and they ended up winning that game. And of course they're out of it now, but it was, it was fun to see him and the family go to go do that for a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. There's nothing quite like it, especially for like baseball or anything like that. When there is somebody who is a prominent athlete who is there at the game. And I know like Justin Herbert will show up at LA or LA angel games. And it's a cool thing, but again, he's in a, he's in a luxury suite, but, right. he's still, but it's still cool that he's there. Like, Oh, you know, like, like here, we had, um, who was it? Gwen Stefani was in it. Again, she was in a luxury box or she was in the Don Julio lounge, but like they're there, but like Kirk Cousins just out there. Like does Kirk Cousins, does he walk to the concession stand? Like, is he in line getting a hot dog or were those seats that have the waiter service? I was wondering that too, but he talked yeah. about how the, how the boys had, you know, ate a lot of Cracker Jacks and a lot of pretzels. And so I didn't ask him that, but that, that thought sort of went through my head too. But I think he just kind of enjoys being like a man of the people, you know? With whether it's his conversion van that he's talked about, or 
Um, you know, he just seems to have a lot of fun with it. And the other piece that he talked about was how much he loved just the crowd energy at that game, obviously yeah. with the twins being in the playoffs and he really enjoys that atmosphere. So I feel like you don't get that same atmosphere if you're, if you're in a box. So it's probably a little bit of a trade-off, but, um, he said he had a good time. It's a better, it's a better experience for the kids. No doubt about it. Cause it's fun to be yeah. amongst the crowd and you want to hear the, the, everything like that. Speaking of quarterbacks, Justin Fields has been playing pretty well over the last couple of weeks. I want to get an outsider's perspective on this. Like obviously the, the bears fans have to deal with people speculating about us possibly moving on from our quarterback. And I think it's, it's a fair conversation because the bears could end up either through earning it or Carolina earning it with a top overall pick in the draft. But you know, that's a long ways away. As an outsider, getting your first chance to see Justin Fields, but obviously you watched the game last Thursday. What are your thoughts on him? Because I won't lead you in any directions, but what are your thoughts on Justin Fields and how he's played over the last couple of weeks? I feel like there's been a lot of improvement the last the last few weeks. I thought that he started out pretty rough, and now these last few weeks like you're seeing more of a – I don't know if rhythm is the right word, but he just seems to be more confident. There's – more of maybe a connection with his pass catchers. But, I mean, I think he's a good quarterback, and he's had definitely, like, some ups and downs. But sometimes that's a little bit more worrisome for me. Like, if if someone – I feel like he's someone who can have a really great game and then have some struggles. And so I'm interested to see, you know, obviously how he plays this week in, in a division game again. You mentioned the Bears are 0-2. So, obviously, it's going to be important to them to – to get a win this week. And there's going to be that urgency there. Um, but I definitely think over the past two, three games, like you've seen a lot of improvement in Justin Fields. So we'll see how that impacts the game for sure. Yeah. It's been one of the things I was talking to Chase Daniel earlier today. He didn't play for the Vikings too, did he? I always tease him. I'm like, how many teams, whenever I talk to Chase, I'm like, how many teams did you not play? But who are the teams you didn't play for? It's like one of those type of situations, but it, it, it feels like the bears have done a nice job of suiting the offense for him. And really, like the first couple of weeks, you're like, what What do you call, what plays are we calling? And now it seems a little bit more like concerted on, number one, getting the best out of his ability. And number two, Justin Fields just kind of trusting it and going out there. So we've come to the part of the show. Uh, we got to go through it. We got to pick it. I know who you're picking. I know everybody knows who I'm picking. What kind of game do you anticipate seeing? And uh, what are you expecting out of this one at Soldier Field on Sunday? Maybe I'm influenced by just the weather forecast itself, but I'm actually expecting it to be a lower scoring game. Yes, I am going to to pick the Vikings, but um, I'm curious if, if both teams rely more on the run than maybe they have. Um, I think it'll be a big defensive game. I think there'll be a lot of pressure being put on quarterbacks just if it's, you know, visibility is down and that kind of thing. So I'm expecting a, a lower scoring game, but I will say... 17 14 Vikings that'll be wow. my that'll be my my score prediction. Yeah, you know what? The NFL is never as predictable as people want to make it out to be. No. So I'm sitting there, I was filming the fantasy live show today and I was like, this is my top scoring game of the week. I'm like, it's going to rain. Like it's I think it's going to be a, I'm with you. I think it'll be a, a little bit more. I would take more points on that, but at the same time, okay. I don't think it's going to be the 38-35 game that everybody thinks it's going to be. I think both defenses are starting to find their footing. Uh, so to speak, two quarterbacks who are very good, but it's one of those things. So I'll take the Bears 24 to 20 in okay. that one, even though uh, Vegas disagrees or whatever. Oh, I don't know if you can. Well, now we're all we're in the same. We, we have the same employer, so to speak. So they they make us talk about that stuff. 
Um, but I want to thank you once again for coming on. It is always enjoyable uh, to have you a part of it. For anybody who wants to follow you on Twitter, remind me, it's at Lindsay, but yeah. it's spelled E-Y, like L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, and then M-N Sports. Yes, that is correct. All right. I thought I thought I had it nailed, but it's always it's always a pleasure. And not only that, you talk about a lot of great subjects, uh, a lot of great topics, too, not just sports, but a lot of good. You're an absolute great follow. So I implore anybody watching the show to do that. And of course, your work appears on Vikings.com. And uh, that's all I got for you. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, I appreciate it so much. All right. Thank you very much. There she goes, the great Lindsay Young. And uh, she's always a delight. We always love having her on. Always love giving that insight. I want to thank everybody uh, for joining us. But before you do that, I want to remind everybody, if you're not going to the game on Sunday, the best possible place to watch Bears games or Game Room Chicago. That's right. It's historic. It's located in the historic Chicago Athletic Association Hotel, which is right across from Millennium Park. It's Game Room Chicago. It's an old school field. It's not your average sports bar. They've got all sorts of cool things. They got a Michelin starred chef. They got beer towers. They got all this cool stuff. And as you see right here on the screen, mention the sick podcast at Game Room this weekend. That means you can go there for the Saturday college football games as well. Uh, you will get 20% off beer towers and large format cocktails. That offer is valid Saturday and Sunday. I implore you to go do it. If you live in the area, if you're going to be near Millennium Park, go check out Game Room Chicago. And also to throw in another thing too, if you want to get a little action on this game, want to have a little fun, Underdog Fantasy is the best way to play fantasy sports. You go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app and first-time users can use the promo code SICK and then you will get your initial deposit matched up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com or better yet, go to the go to the go to your little app store uh, find the Underdog Fantasy app. It's just a great tool to have because it also has a bunch of great resources uh, with NFL news being broken on that app all the time. So you want to make sure you go out and you do that. So want to thank Lindsay for being here. we got a great game. I was talking to Chase, uh, Chase Daniel, as I mentioned uh, a moment ago, is I was talking to him because he we, we retweeted something that Chase – was was doing and we were talking about Justin Fields and we'll we're trying to line him up we're going to get him on the show real soon and I was talking about Justin Fields and I said listen I go what do you think I go I retweeted your, your thing without watching it because I felt like it was really positive about Justin Fields but yes he reiterated the fact that you know it looks like this Bears offense is just now geared towards Justin Fields and in some in some respects he seems sort of unstoppable. Now I know that a lot of people, uh, we've been going back and forth. We had Greg Braggs on the show on Wednesday. Uh, and you know, like people this, I understand the skepticism with quarterbacks and everything like that. But at the same time, like you can't deny what you're seeing. Yes. If something happens, if he regresses, if this was a, a two game flash, then yeah, we'll, we'll have those kind of conversations. But at the same time, like the end of the season is a long time away. The draft is not until April. We don't have to worry about that right now. Instead, why don't we just take a moment and enjoy what's happening on the field right now? And over the last two weeks, the Bears offense has played very well. I anticipate them playing very well again this weekend. It might be a little bit tougher because of the weather. We remember last season, that monsoon game against the San Francisco 49ers. And yet, even in that one, there were some big plays from Justin Fields. So go out there and enjoy this and uh, enjoy everything that's going on. But before we do that, I want to make one last little, because we got some good news, and I had it up here a moment ago, 
uh, on my own computer. All right, I have the injury report for the Chicago Bears. Here's some great news. Kyler Gordon, full practice, no injury designation. We have Eddie Jackson, limited in practice. He's questionable. We have Lucas Patrick, full participant in practice on Friday, which is great. He is questionable. Now, uh, Jalen Johnson, full practice, no injury designation. Cole Komet, full practice, no injury designation. Doug Kramer, no injury designation. He was a full participant as well. The bad news, Khalil Herbert, officially out. Travis Homer, officially out. Roshan Johnson, uh, did not practice at all. He's officially out. Terrell Smith, Equinemia St. Brown, which means our guy Tyler Scott could get into the mix at some point in this game. So as far as injuries go, and listen, everybody's got injuries. Justin Jefferson is not going to be playing for the Minnesota Vikings. So we can't sit here and, and feel too sorry for ourselves. But a lot of great news uh, coming up with the Chicago Bears as far as some of the guys coming back, especially in the defensive secondary. We have Kyler Gordon out there with Eddie Jackson and Jalen Johnson. Uh, we're going to be looking pretty sick. So that is great news. And uh, we look forward to this one. And again, I'm very confident in the Chicago Bears. And uh, it'll be a good time. So I want to thank Lindsey Young for being here. Thanks to everybody who joined us here today. Make sure you like and subscribe. Share it with somebody. Be like, hey, if you know somebody who's a Chicago Bears fan, why not share this podcast with them? Be like, hey, you like the Bears. This might be something that you enjoy. But thank you so much for being here. We will see you in a limited capacity after the game on Sunday. And then we will be back Tuesday for the Tyler Scott Show. So have a good time. Enjoy the game. Bear down. And go ahead and play us out. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Adam Rank on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.